just another day that I'm thankful this is audio only. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Welcome back, bitches. Guess what? Our old friend is joining us today. Oh, God. What? My man voice. Oh, yes. <laughs> Hi, poor ladies. Welcome back. I have a cold in August. What's new? <laughs> that apparently, but not yeah. in this day and age, not in this world. Yeah. At this point, I read something about squirrels having fucking the plague yesterday oh, somewhere in Lake Tahoe. So at this point, Somebody Whoa. signal the aliens. It's time. Like, so yeah, just to get tickets. Come on down. <laughs> However, if these plague squirrels could like come on down to Texas and plague the other squirrels so they all die, <laughs> I'd be cool with that because you know what's happening right now? All these fucking squirrels are, we have this tree that produces this type of berry. It makes no sense because the longer it sits on your car, per se, it turns into like wax. Oh, okay, yeah. But on the ground, it turns into chalk. Oh. Like, I'm not kidding you. But if squirrels eat it and then shit on your car, it's like a melted gummy bear with seeds in it. <laughs> so oh my car's my fucked God. right now, and the squirrels are ruining my life. So I get the plague no, and leave me alone. <laughs> I have no clue how, like, two seconds in we started on a tangent about squirrels, but... Me and my old roommate, we had to move out of our last, like, we rented a house because we had these, like, what we referred to as mutant squirrels that just would not leave our part, or they would not leave the house. Like, they (laughs) took over the house. They, we were like, we were like, the house is yours. Like, that's fine. I mean, obviously we didn't own it, (laughs) but like, we had gotten maintenance over there for like the entire year that we lived there and they would patch the holes, get the squirrels out. Mm-mm. and they just kept coming back <laughs> like Absol- they would just break not. through the hole like to the point where the maintenance guy was like i can't fix this but i'm going to lie to the landlords and tell them i fixed it and if you tell them otherwise like i'm gonna deny it because he was like <laughs> they keep sending me back here and i can't help it like yeah um, there's nothing i can do at this point yeah so um fuck the squirrels yeah, yeah. i don't break for squirrels no same <laughs> I mean, um, I also, yeah, this is Women Can't Parlay. I'm oh, Jess. That's, I'm Rainy. Yeah, that's Rainy. Obviously, we're already sidetracked. Oh, what up. else is fucking new? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I'm half sick. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I think I'm it's for sure. A- yeah, I'm for sure brain dead. Yeah, total brain dead. Like, my brain is, I can't focus because my head feels like it is a thousand pounds right now. Yeah. Um, so, this is going to be fun. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So, I don't know. What's uh, what's going on? Do we have any maintenance issues to follow up with? I just said maintenance issues. I don't think that makes any sense. But I mean, it totally, it's all encompassing. I think it means a lot of things. Yeah. Um, any maintenance? Let's do ourselves a favor and not talk about Aaron Rodgers this episode. I like that oh, idea. It's really hard. Thankfully, I don't think there's really a lot to cover on him. Yeah, gross. Get away from me. You can go be with the plague squirrels. <laughs> uh, I did want to follow up actually from last week. We had a random conversation about brothers in the NBA. Oh, so yeah. just out of pure curiosity, I looked it up and shockingly, there are like 
many, many examples of brothers being in the NBA, some twins even. Um, however, there's only like maybe three examples where there was three brothers that yeah. had made it to the NBA. And I think we were correct that only that one set have rings, but yeah. there's one example of there being four brothers who all made it to the NBA. Crazy. Also not all with rings, but I just found that wild. Yeah. Such um, a fun little fact. Thanks for that. Yeah. Remember uh, like a million episodes ago when we got on this conversation with NFL brothers, because like the Kelsey brothers and like whatever, there's a ton. I shockingly and, don't remember this, but it's. Oh my God. Well, it may not have aired. Well, we're like only, we're like 40 episodes in at this point. So it's really plausible to not remember them all anymore. It's true that I pretty much don't remember them the second after we do them. Um <laughs> But no, it may have been that episode where we got so drunk that I just like forgot what I was saying in the middle of it. So Could we cut be. it. Um, but that being said, there are a, and have been a shit ton of brothers and cousins, of course, but brothers are, it's just cool to me. Yeah. The list like, of the NBA that was, much talent. Um, the list that I saw from, of NBA brothers was like, I had to scroll so long That's and so I crazy. was kind of shocked by that, but Hey, yeah. Do you, man? I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, good genes. Jeez. Seriously. Um, okay. Well, I guess we can go ahead and get into it. Let's do it. I'm excited about this episode. <laughs> that makes one of us. <laughs> just kidding. I really am just being like that because I have a massive fucking headache right now. Or, well, not even a headache. My head is just stuffed up and I can't concentrate. But we're going to do this. We're going to get through it. Yeah. Um, so I think the first thing out of the box, we'll just talk about football. I think we have a lot of football on the slate for today and you want to know why? Cause it's August. So, um, apparently along with cold and flu season comes football. Yeah. Football! Yeah. We're now, um, we're now done with weeks without football. So here we are, here we come. It's mm. back. Um, I just got goosebumps. I'm not kidding. I know. I, I can't believe it's August, but. I'm not mad about it. It's my birthday month. Um, yeah. you, all have, you all have like several days to figure out what to do and how to celebrate my birthday and what present to get me. I will be expecting all of the love. <laughs> Thanks. I've obviously <laughs> already been thinking about it because I talked to you about it. For not really. Um, I need to though. Um, I'm saying I've been. I've already been thinking about it. Oh, yeah. You did text me about it. Thank you. Duh, yeah, your no. birthday's obviously about me, Jess. <laughs> Seriously, always. <laughs> oh, it's definitely not about me. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> my birthday always falls on Labor Day weekend, so there's always like typically something going on. I'm also not excited to turn another year older. So, um, hey, but at least you're another year longer on this planet. I know, I know. I guess that's the way to look at it. Too, or I mean, I'm over here watching Outer Banks trying to stay young, and it's not working. <laughs> I can't do it. Don't. I, it's so stupid. Yet I'm over here trying to figure out when season three is coming out. So many people watch it and love it. And I mean like all ages, shapes, and sizes. Like the people who keep <laughs> telling me to watch it are people I would never expect. Yeah. I mean, I uh, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. This is so fucking stupid. Like, why am I watching this? It's like the most unrealistic thing ever. It's like they jumped the shark every five fucking minutes but i'm obsessed with it like i can't stop i don't know yeah. i don't know yeah 
But yeah, anyway, so back to the actual topics at hand. Yeah, hit me. Football is here. I do think um, the Cowboys have that like Hall of Fame game or whatever Thursday, which is... Oh, they do? Why do I not know about this? It's like technically slated as a preseason game and they play the Steelers. Uh I do not know about this. I feel like a dunce. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that it's anything to get like uber excited about. And I don't think Dak is playing. I don't want him to. I don't really want him to either. But then they were like announcing it and McCarthy was like, oh, we're just taking extra precaution. And I was like, fuck, (sighs) what does this mean? Um, But yeah, it's like the pro football hall of fame game. So Thursday, baby. Wow. So yeah, football's here to get started though. uh, Are the Buffalo Bills leaving (laughs) Buffalo, New York for Austin, Texas. Dude, I obviously, you know, it's more of probably a threat or whatever. Yeah. But the thought of it, I thought like two things, first of all, one, I was like, that's really cool because I would love to have another NFL team in Texas. Like who gives a shit? That's awesome. But then I was like, all of a sudden terrified of all of the bill fans (laughs) and what they would do. (laughs) Yeah. I I just didn't know. I mean, it would make Austin a shit storm, which it already is with traffic and whatnot. Right. So, I mean, here's the thing. I there might have been like one fourth of a millisecond where I was like, "Ooh," but very quickly I was like, "Absolutely not!" Like, yeah, I don't want this for Bills fans. I love Bills fans. Me I too. think I have like this secondary love for that team and their fan base i don't need them coming to texas because if they come to texas first they're gonna kill us all yeah second i'm gonna have to root against them you know yeah i mean obviously no it would make it worse that would make it harder yeah it would make it very difficult to be a fan of theirs at all and i just don't want that and i also think that moving to austin would just ruin their entire allure everything yeah Yeah. absolutely um austin also is not a town for a pro football team i'm sorry i think a lot of people disagree with that matthew mcconaughey please stay at bay well actually i mean you can come over whatever but (laughs) i just mean like they're trying to make austin happen and i like the fc austin that's happening there but like i just don't see austin being like an nfl team town i know Um, i mean it kind of just goes everything that's happening there right now kind of goes away from the allure, right? Which is like a small, big city that's like quaint, but now it's like everybody's moving here and it's like, obviously it's been too big for its britches, like britches for years as far as like people compared to roads and shit like that. Yeah. But I feel like them moving to San Antonio makes more sense than going to Austin. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's less going on in San Antonio, <laughs> which doesn't mean there's not a lot of fun shit to do there because I actually really enjoy San Antonio. But I don't know. I feel like there's more real estate out there, for example, in between like their areas. Like Austin is Austin. And then you yeah. go north and you hit Round Rock and you go south and you hit San Antonio. Like yeah. that's it. San Antonio is like they have the downtown area and then just fucking bullshit. And then they have like La Contera or whatever they call it which is another like cool little area with people. But I'm like, I feel like there's so many places compared to Austin. Right. Where are they going to put that shit in yeah. Round Rock and call it Austin? 
Like probably, probably. I I will say I don't think this is anything we have to worry about. I I really don't see this actually happening. I think this is a threat, a bluff, whatever you want to call it. And we see this, right? We see this happen from time to time with, oh, we need a new stadium and then threats are made and then the people of the town all all always end up paying for it. But I guess who knows? I mean, money does rule the roost, so you know I mean, know? I don't know if people, you know, like fucking Elon's space shuttle or like <laughs> Joe Rogan's like podcasting lair, like if this is something that like they are behind and like money is involved and they want an NFL team in Austin all of a sudden, maybe we shouldn't be so confident, but I just don't see that being the case. Like I don't. Yeah, at least not now, I don't think. Yeah, especially like- on the Joe Rogan front too. Like I don't see him really giving a fuck at all but i could see elon maybe just because he wants to attract people to austin more and more so and he knows how that shit you know he knows how that shit rolls but no the buffalo bills belong in buffalo they don't need to leave and also buffalo better hope they stay there otherwise what the fuck is buffalo new york after that there's nothing there's literally nothing i think they all say that too yeah Um, i mean the sabers but like wouldn't that be dope if, cause like, you know how Bill's mafia is so good at like those sneaky gift things where they like end up doing a bunch of shit and then donate the money to somebody or like, Oh yeah. Or even that funny shit where they did the billboard outside of like wherever it was, um, Boston. But my point is, is that would be really dope if like a bunch of millionaires were just like started a GoFundMe for the Bills Stadium in New York. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's happening, but it's just yeah. also bullshit because they shouldn't have to pay for that. I know. Uh, at least not a hundred percent of it, but I'm certain that's what will end up happening. Taxpayers will have to pay for it. Uh, well, yeah, because it's the state of New York that they're talking to about it, right? Right. I, I who <laughs> knows what will happen, but yes, I'm sure it will stay there and the the actual citizens will have to pay. Yeah, me too. But I think at this point they'd be happy to um, if the other option is lose the bills to Austin, Texas. Yeah, God. Good Lord. Again, what world are we living in? I don't know. Um, But anyway, uh, we'll move on from that and move on to Carson Wentz, (laughs) which I'm sorry. Like, I just, I try with this guy. And I know <laughs> and it may not. Like I mean, I, yeah, I know it may not seem this way, but it's just like I really don't want to hate on him. Like he just makes it so easy. I mean, I am just mind blown at this news right now because the Colts paid like I don't know a hundred bajillion dollars for him, and he's basically like a like a used car salesman. He's like a lemon, like a hunk of junk right now. Yeah. You know, he has some foot injury which i'm very confused about because he's basically saying that it started in high school yeah which is a thing right yeah Um, but i just don't know why now like did did something break loose and start causing something and that is why he needed the surgery now and not i don't know six months ago Exactly. Or six years ago. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely, I'm definitely skeptical of some of this, but yeah. yes, the from what I understand, like back in high school, he had an injury, and whatever happened, whatever broke, like the bone found like a place to basically, you know, it lodged itself somewhere. So like 
it never bothered him and he never realized it was broken to the extent that it was. And at some point with, you know, his playing throughout his playing career, I guess that has now broken or wriggled loose or whatever you want to call it. Um, These are all very bad terms, but um, (laughs) so now it's bothering him and now he needs to correct it. So although I'm not saying that that's entirely false, I'm wondering, okay, how long has it been bothering you? How long has this been an issue? Like, was he just holding out and just like, he can absorb like all the painful thoughts because he wants to make that dough. Right. And then like, and then like, you know, the poor Colts, it's like, okay, <laughs> like, did you know about this before? Like this fucking trade went down? Cause like that sucks. But of course, you know what teams over here are trying to cry about them getting screwed is fucking Philly because, oh, you know, the God. whole trade clause is like if he doesn't play 75% of snaps, their first round pick goes to like a second round pick that they got or whatever. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, okay, Philly. Like, I mean, I get that that sucks. And Carson Wentz, I guess, once again is like fucking you over and that sucks. But like, I think the Colts have it a little worse in this scenario (laughs) like yeah but again it's just like Carson Wentz like I I think a lot of it you know summing up his career is like a lot of bad luck a lot of injuries and I don't wish that upon him but it's just like Jesus Christ like when are we like it just goes back to that original thing between like Wentz and Nick Foles and and it's just like it's like Philly is never gonna like live this down I don't think no, <laughs> but also yeah. like that's the most interesting part about that story yeah. is yes. that clause and how like cocky Philly was to be like, oh yeah, like pay this money, like take him and like here's your right. We're guaranteeing you like he's good for it, blah blah blah. Which I mean, I guess nobody knows that like a twenty year old injury is gonna go out of nowhere and that you right. need surgery for. But yeah, that is kind of funny, like. Sorry, not sorry, Philly, but... (laughs) Yeah, well, it sucks for the Colts, for sure. And, I mean, again, it's just, like, I guess Carson Wentz, it's his, like, parting fuck you to Philly. I don't know. But the craziest thing about it is the expected return is, like, estimated at, like, five to 12 weeks. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? I don't... Like... I have no idea. Like, what kind of projection is that? Like, like, well, if he's a piece of pussy. Like, you're either saying, like, one month or three. Yeah. What? I don't get that. Yeah, I don't get that diagnosis either. But from what I gather, it sounds like surgery went very well, and they're expecting it to be, like, closer to the five weeks. Five weeks. Return, but... Cause that's like, that's the difference of coming back like week one or two to like the first or second week of November. Yeah. Like that's insane. Like the season's half more than fucking half over at that point. So weird. I don't know. Um, but an even crazier news to this, Quentin Nelson, who's also a cult on the team just came out today. He's out for the exact same thing. What? Yeah. Yeah. He's like a guard and he, is out now for like the exact same foot injury and they're also saying five to 12 weeks for him too copycat and i was like what the fuck are these colts doing at practice like kicking concrete walls or something like how does that happen sounds like some dilly shit it sounds like something shady is fucking going on there yeah it is very strange yeah 
So like, I, yeah. there, I mean, it really begs the question because like even this, um, not to bring this up, but this gymnast, uh, that's been performing from Brazil. She's torn her ACL three times in the last five years. So Jeez. I'm like, I don't know how you could possibly have the same one too. So like, oh. I don't know how you possibly have that same exact reoccurring injury unless it has something to do with your own fucking body or your strength right. coach isn't good yeah, or something, <laughs> something is not working right. So yeah. for sure to me, that's like, what? That's weird. Yeah. You need to just stop doing gymnastics. Like that's crazy. Oh, same God. Yeah. I don't, but she's badass. She's really fucking. I know. Bad. Yeah. I know who you're talking about, but, um, I guess yeah. I didn't realize it was like that, but fuck. Yeah. That sucks. So um, so yeah, yeah, that's crazy news coming out of uh, yeah. Colts training camp. I know they are. They're also they also have a very late bye week, so that's not going to help them in this situation. Uh-huh. I think they're like they might even be like week fourteen bye week. So yeah. it's something crazy late. They have Jacob Eason and Brett Hundley for quarterback options, but both are very much not experienced at all. I think uh, I think it's Brett Hundley right now that they're talking about, but the good news is they have a lot of really good running backs, so I guess they'll just have to focus on the run game. Focus on the run game. Yeah, and uh, we'll see what happens there, but it's not looking great for the Colts this season. I know they uh, they didn't have a bad season last year. I think they were kind of in that, that big playoff hunt with yeah. some of those teams, and they made the playoffs – and then lost. I mean, they're never, they haven't really been contenders for a while necessarily, but it, it does always suck when a team starts out the season before the season even starts. Yeah. I mean, that just puts a big, puts a big black cloud over your season for us to be like, you know, like we said, one week in a training camp and the shit's already happening. And then it's like things that happen in training camp that probably are like, you know, good for the team and like team building and that kind of thing. They're not going to be there for, and then it probably just demotivates everybody on the team too, because you're like, fuck, you know, we haven't even started yet and we're getting, we're already out. Um, So that's tough. Hopefully they can persevere. I mean, we'll have to watch and see what happens. Um, Sports are about adversity. Yeah. Also, a funny headline I read was, like, the possibility of Nick Foles going to the Oh, course. so funny. Did you watch the interview of him uh-uh, where they no. actually asked him? And he kind of, like, lost it. Did he? Oh, I thought he just said something like, nope, I'm currently a bear, but I Well, mean- he didn't, like, lose it, but, like, he was getting, like, amped up. Like, he was working himself up and... Like, I mad mean- or excited? No, n- not mad necessarily, but just kind of, like annoyed i kind of felt like it was uh, more of well, an sure. like no well, yeah like, i'm sure he's tired of chasing carson wentz as a fucking yeah. <laughs> well like because he's like you know i love frank reich he's like one of my favorite coaches of all times and you know this that and the other but like no we're not having this conversation that's not the plan like you know this is that he was like all i'm a chicago bear and i'll keep slinging it with these third stringers and like whatever he said yeah um, but yeah, he just kind of felt, I felt like he got kind of worked up of like, right, these are rumors. Like, stop asking about stupid shit and ask me about like me. Don't ask me about Carson because he was really nice about him and stuff. Right. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, I do feel like Nick Foles is one of those like, 
I mean, obviously, I don't think he did, like, excellent for the Bears. So, I mean, whatever. But I do think a lot of that had to do with, like, his mobility and with that offensive line or his, like, lack there of mobility, his lack of mobility with their offensive line. But I always just, I always had, like, a soft spot in my heart for him after the whole Philly thing. Which I know that was a tough situation for Philly, too. But I still just don't get how they were so quick to write him off after that Super Bowl. But... What are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. No, I feel the same way. Plus, he's from Texas, so. Yeah, yeah, got to support. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, we're so crazy. Um, <laughs> another training camp thing that came out today, which wasn't on the outline. Yeah. Uh, fight it, broke out at Giants training camp today. NFC East is looking primed and ready, motherfuckers. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's funny because thinking about my delusion being like, oh, Cowboys are going to win. Cowboys have got this. Yeah. You know, I was really shocked to see like when we were talking about futures with Jump the Sharp when we were on their episode that I think it went Dallas, New York, Washington, Philly in terms of like best percentage chance to win. I think Washington would be above the Giants, but I definitely, you know, certainly don't want to count the Giants out because I think Daniel Jones is a good quarterback and I don't think we've seen his full potential yet. But this doesn't bode well for what's going on at camp over there in New York. No. Did you Um, get any info on it? Because all I saw was like, there was a fight and Daniel Jones was at the bottom of the Yeah, no, I don't have any details. No videos have come out that I know of yet. Um, But yeah, apparently, and I heard the term brawl. Yeah, um, so, and then the coach punished them by making them want, run wind sprints, and that has me dying because yeah. I'm like, all these grown ass men having to run sprints because they're dudes. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. That's all I've heard. Brawl broke out. Daniel Jones was at the bottom of the fucking pile. Joe Judge was pissed and yeah. lined them all up and started making them run like you said fucking wind sprints and laps and shit which i love so do i and if it wasn't for them being in the nfc east i'd be like you know what maybe they're gonna do it maybe they're <laughs> gonna come together and have a good season but um no i'm hoping this turmoil continues for them yeah me too but yeah obviously that's just stupid i don't i would love to know more about what happened but like I mean, can you imagine, like, I saw a tweet earlier today that was like, if this happened at the fucking Star or or the Dallas Cowboys training camp, fans would be breaking down the fence to come, like, (laughs) pull Dak out of there. I was like, probably not far from the truth. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, And um, I love that Joe Judge made them, like, like high school style line the fuck up and start running. I can't believe that all of those superstars did it, but apparently they did. I love Um, it. I love it. I love it too. So yeah, that's just wild and dumb and stupid. And I'd love to know more about what happened there. Yeah. I hope he said something cool in old school. Just like, if you're going to act like kids, then I'm going to fucking treat you like one online. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Such a, like, such a, uh, such a movie line. Yes. Yes. Sounds like something. This whole thing sounds like it's right out of a fucking Disney Disney yeah. yeah, movie uh, like a Disney live action like movie like about football for sure speaking of Disney movies about football safety if you haven't watched it watch it oh really oh I thought you were gonna say something about little giants but I don't know no, why. I don't really do <laughs> well it's funny because I like had a couple TikTok ideas the past couple days and they all for some reason like 
go back to little giants. I'm like, really okay. starting, I'm really starting to learn in my adult age that like, apparently little giants is like a very like reference point for my life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cause I was like, why am I like, I've already done like videos about little giants. Why am I going back to that? Um, but it's just where my brain goes apparently. Um, also big, big time, not time out, but like, we're going to get off topic. 90s heartthrob snake draft this week. Oh God. Yeah. I was like, I, I, um, I like first I lost my shit because I was like this, I was so excited to listen to it, but I was at the same time so mad because I was like, that no been, I was like that should have been me like there's no one more fit for that snake trap than myself so I was like yeah. if I ever had the chance to be on a snake trap that was it that's just me being delusional though um no, same however though. not even three picks in I was like about to throw my work computer through the fucking window I was yeah so you have to tell me angry. about it and then to look it up and then didn't because time yeah, I'll send you, once they put the vote out, I'll send you the link so you can tell me who you would vote for. But that's the problem is, like, they finally got it together. And, like, I think for the most part, they picked all the heartthrobs that they should have. I'm just very upset in the order with which they which happened. Yeah, And I feel like the girl that they picked, who I love, by the way, her name's Kelly Keeg. She was the guest of the week. Yeah, I feel like she's just a snippet too young to be doing a 90s heartthrob okay because like her first pick was like no her first pick was fine her first pick was leo but her second pick was like mark Wahlberg, which isn't terrible and then these poor guys who are like awesome about it but like they're referencing like their sister's childhood posters which i appreciate yeah like zach morris didn't even go until like the third round that is criminal Uh, they should have been prosecuted for that yeah, I totally agree. Um, but then, like, I'm trying to think who else her picks were. Because I don't think she did poorly. It was just with the people that were still on the board, yeah. like her picking Mark Wahlberg, I was like, oh, my God, what are we doing? Well, because, like, then, Mark Wahlberg now for me. but Right. But the reason I was mad about her is because I think it was her whenever Devin Sawa finally got picked. Here's me finally referencing the point that this all started with she was like i'm out on him and i was like okay we have to go like we're about to have some words you can't talk about 90s heartthrobs and like not be on devin sawa okay i was gonna yeah well now i'm questioning um what about jonathan taylor thomas was he Uh, he he went it was like third or fourth so i'll send you the thing so the, my problem is I don't know who to vote for because like they're all of my like mains are they're like separated. scattered amongst nobody had just like, in my opinion, a runaway draft. Um, but one guy I think did, and I normally don't agree with any of his picks, but I think he might get it for me, but I have to wait till the, yeah. Like, and don't comes your out. Pick. Yeah. Don't tell me your pick. Cause I'm going to, no, I would one. never No integrity for sure. Um, I'll send you, I'll send you the, the thing once it comes out. I haven't looked, but I was going to go look and see how old this girl is. Um, and yeah, sorry, we got so off topic, but I don't even care um, because this is important to us. Yeah, which means it's important to you. Yeah. So she is just now 30. 
So she was no, like, she too. was, I think she was just a little too young. Like, well, yeah, because I'm old. So that makes her born literally in like 1990. Yeah, no, she was born in 90, in 1990. So it's like she was 10 years old when it was yeah. the 2000s. It's like us doing an 80s snake draft. Like, yeah. I think my sister would be like, even I would, I don't think I would be fit to do an 80s snake draft. I was like three when it was done. I think I would be decent at that, but mainly only because like, I would know the movie heartthrobs because obviously right. I'm much into 80s rom Yeah, you would be more fit for, than I to do an yeah, 80s. Yeah, because I'm an older bitch. <laughs> on. That's not what I meant. I know. I mean, I guess maybe. I don't but know. But it's true. It's just a fact. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I'll cut some of that out. But I had to, I forgot about it. And I had yeah. to talk, talk to you. Talk. I needed somebody to talk through it with me. <laughs> I was very upset. Okay. Anyway, but if you're bored one day, go listen to it. Cause it is kind of funny. Um, I was pissed. Anywho, moving on to mm-hmm. Quinn Ewers, South Lake Carroll. Very close, near and dear high school to me and my family. Just that sounded weird. Just kidding. I used to go to like, <laughs> I used to go to like all their football games. That's like, I would say in the in the realm of like where fo- my football love started is obviously the Dallas Cowboys, but South Lake Carroll is probably a number two because yeah, um, I used to go like my dad used to take me to like all the high school football games and I went to like five high school football games in one day once. I know, whatever. I mean, they're a big Texas football school. They're fucking really, really, really good. Yeah. It's funny though, because when I was younger and I lived there, they were not, they were like a one day school, like very, very tiny. And then a man named Bob Ledbetter came along and like started marketing and like that team started winning and he was a very, very good coach. And then like, they became this like six, a powerhouse powerhouse of Texas football. Yes. Anywho, Well, that's and, also uh, where all the heartthrobs went when we were in junior high and high school. Oh, yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Some of my, like, very close family friends you're referring to there. <laughs> and they all dyed their hair bleach blonde. Yes. They still God. do. They the still worst. do because Quinn here has a bleach blonde oh. mullet, and I'm not mad about it. No. I I mean, it's alarming at first. I was like, whoa, uh, that's a that's bright. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a lot, but it is their tradition and they are apparently still continuing it. Anywho, so Quinn, he is going to be a senior and one of the top, if not the top. He was top in the 22 draft class. Okay, yeah, so top wow. prospect of the, you know, as Rainey said, 22 draft class. Um, due to Texas limitations to any NIL rules for yeah. high schoolers, he has decided to forego his senior year. He has enough credits to do so, and he is going to go ahead and accept and play. Well, he's committed to Ohio State. Yes, he's committed to Ohio State. He's going to go ahead and just go on to Ohio State, skip his senior year. He's like already in Columbus, Ohio, as we speak, it turns oh, out. Sure. Yeah. One thing you you did touch on, but I was like, one of the things I was super impressed with, because at first you think, and sorry, like, I think we're just, I'm going to dive in right now. No, it's fine. I can't get, I can't think at all. So please, <laughs> oh, please just, jump in. My first thought was like, oh no, yikes. Like so young and like blah, blah, blah. And like, you just, what choice is this that we're making? And then like, the more I looked into it, you know, like his statement from his coach and stuff was like, you know, he's a good kid on and off the field and like in school. I'm like, okay, 
he had literally like one credit he needed to do, which yeah. he did like, this well, summer yeah, it's in order it, to yeah. graduate. So I'm like, so essentially he graduated in three years, which I think his plan was to go to Ohio in January anyway, because the football season would have been over and he would have graduated by December. So that was originally the plan. So we really just sped it up by like whatever, six months, but very impressed that this kid was already done with all of this shit and was able to like go up there and do it. And I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't either. I, I think there's this old school mentality instinctually that first hits you where it's like, oh, he's so young. He needs to finish high school. He needs to go to college, blah, blah, blah. And I used to think in those terms too, but I have definitely in my adult years and in just this world that we're living in have changed my stance on that because I just think when you have the opportunity, I mean, he's talking about like a, what, six figure, seven figure contract available to him if he goes. Yeah. So it's like, I just am a big proponent in like, if you have the ability to go somewhere and make a name for yourself and make money, go for it. Plus, it's not like he's going to the NFL. Like he's going to college and he graduated high school to do it. And he's 18. So if you think it's quiet, it's because Jess is dying on the other side of my screen and I'm worried. I'm, I'm dead. I died. Um, yeah. Hopefully no, I'm recovered. Um God, I hate being sick. No, totally agree. I mean, and I think too, the fact that he has done so well with his school and is to the place that he's in, it's almost like for him to be that dedicated, I think is a great sign because who has that opportunity even at that like age to be like, oh, well, I guess I'm just going to go ahead and go. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are times when I think like all kids should slow down on like, you know, skipping certain life events and things like that. But you also have to, like, when you're in this situation, you know, I always say like when college kids can enter the draft, they should just go for it because you can always go back and go to college. You can't always go to the the draft. Like you can't always, you know, be drafted by an NFL team or, or a big college recruit school, one injury and he's done. You know, it's like, I'm all about like taking life by the balls and just like going for it. I think more power to him. I am hopeful that it works out well for him. I hope we don't see like a tragedy of, you know, some sort of major injury and everything like that happen to where he gets set back. But I think this can get him into the weight room and into the, into a place where, you know, and I, and I mean, I think they've got, you know, four quarterbacks who are going to be fighting for this position. So I I like seven. Oh, well, I, I don't but know. Four I, that are probably actually in contention. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's multiple, more than four, but I think there's like four like that are Viable. majors. But it's like, so I don't even know that he'll get the spot, but getting in the weight room, getting with these guys early and like getting under like that new college, like for sure that experience and under this coaching staff, I think will do wonders for him. Even if, you know, assuming he doesn't make like first string this first year, but he's very, very talented. He kind of has that, like he's, you know, he's a very new age quarterback in the sense that he has a lot of like these mobility. Yeah. Yeah. The mobility is there. These like what, what do you call them? Like the sign wine, the, I can't talk side grinder, sidearm passes. And also you, you touched on this a little bit, but like he's, he's six, three, 206 pounds. So he's like, I'd say tall for a just turned 18 year old, not super big, but like, he's still, he's 18, but like, he's a dude. 
So yeah. literally go, just going to college and getting on like getting on that, getting in the weight room and getting on a yeah. food that kind of shit. Like that dude could be huge next year or he might not be. He may have right. already hit his spurt, but like with dudes, I feel like you never know. Right. And he could, like he could literally grow two inches and like 20 pounds or 25 or more. Yeah. I mean, completely agree. And I think that Ohio will have an interesting year. You know, they only had like, what, seven games last year or something crazy, like five regular season games, maybe. Um, This is a new, this is a whole new year for them. And I think we could definitely see him getting some playing time. I don't know that he'll start. I don't know that he'll get that first string position, but um, I definitely don't think, I think we're certainly going to hear a lot more about this guy in the future. Yeah, I agree. And I'm interested to see it play out, obviously. Yeah, and he has he has a solid fucking arm, like no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Which is kind of wild. So he like committed to UT last year. And oh, then he? he committed like two months later. And then several months later committed to Ohio State. So I don't really know what was going on there. Yeah. Thing. I'm but not sure. yeah, then another thing I learned because I was like, wait, yeah, like you're in high school, you can't have, and I don't want to roll into this huge tangent, but it is a conversation I want to have offline. The high schoolers, like not having, you know, NIL eligibility, I guess you would call it, except for in California. California allows their high school athletes to make money. They just can't have, I mean, there's a lot of rules, of course, but they can't use their school name or mascot, like in any way. Yeah. Which is similar to the college NIL. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. I'm not necessarily condoning high school students making billions of dollars or anything. No, like me neither. That, it's but, an interesting conversation. Uh, but yeah, totally an interesting conversation. And um, and like in this kid's example, I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't blame you. Go for it. Like, yeah, well, you, you can. Talk- you have the means to. Like, go for it. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking millions of fucking dollars on the line, why the fuck not? Yeah. Well, and again. It's not like he's leaving high school. He graduated. Yeah, exactly. He's, yeah, he's not. I mean, he's going to college. He's not. I mean, you can't enter into like the NFL draft without like two or three years yeah. out of high school anyway. So it's not like yeah. he's just like foregoing everything. But yeah, but yeah no, we'll see how. Awesome. Uh, how I'm rooting for him. I'll be excited to see that. Another Texas person yeah. for us to support. <laughs> Go Quinn. That goes. Jesus Lord. Okay. Um, I don't know that I have a whole lot on this. I just thought it was funny. And some of the tweets coming out about it were hilarious, but um, the trade deadline for baseball was just recently ended. I don't, I guess that was last Friday, Friday maybe. I don't know. Don't, don't quote me. Um, so, I mean, a lot of things happened. There was a lot of activity. The Rangers lost Joey Gallo and um, he went to the Yankees and then, but different things happened. But one of the craziest things that I feel like happened and what a lot of people are laughing yeah. about is the Chicago Cubs traded um, Anthony Rizzo, Javi Baez, and Chris Bryant. Yankees but- are paying to play. Damn all of a sudden all of them are like hitting fucking home runs like mad crazy and i like i read this tweet that was hilarious where it was like imagine if baez rizzo and bryant were all on the same team they'd be unstoppable (laughs) it's like well they fucking were um so yeah i don't know what's going on with the chicago cubs or why they well yeah i asked a diehard cubby good call good call and I mean, it was the whole thing. Well, he was like, honestly, if I were the Cubs, I'd probably do it too. Cause like, here's, here's what their office is thinking. 
We're going to sell out every single game, no matter who plays for us because of who we are and where we are. Yeah, that's true. So they're like, "Mm." now he was like, now do I wish they would have spent some money on like just one of those guys to try to keep one of those guys? Yes, that would have been helpful. That would have been nice. But here we are and it makes us look stupid, but like there's a lot of stuff behind it. And he was like, I'd probably do the same thing if I were them. Gotcha. So who knows? I don't really know either. But that sucks though. How how do you how do you stay and I don't know because we're cowboy fans, so I'm sure people will have questions about that. But when you know that, like I know in Jerry Jones's bones that he wants the Cowboys to win. That's why he does all this stupid shit, right? Like he cares. He would never just be like, ah, we're gonna sell it anyway because we're the Cowboys, so we'll just do this. Now, yeah. does he make some shitty decisions sometimes? Absolutely. But I well, don't think for that. I think he genuinely thinks he's making the best decision. Yeah. Well, and two, it's completely different in baseball. There's no cap. So Pretty it's well. like, yeah. it's just this crazy money. So money. I mean, obviously <laughs> money is always a thing, but it's just on a whole nother level in baseball. You see these contracts and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, and they, who was it? I don't know if it was the GM or whoever of the Cubs, um, but I read an article where they had a bunch of quotes from him in there, uh, basically saying that those guys were greedy and that's why they didn't want to that's so dumb to me because i think they had every every reason to be like yeah not like they sucked for the cubs it's just funny how they the cubs didn't weren't going to pay them what they thought they wanted so but they deserve like i think and like i i don't know that you could pay all of them but i certainly think like ryan said focus on one of them then because it's like they were they were good so i don't know exactly well and that's kind of how the article ended up going it then said so it said like all these things that he had said which were that to then flip-flop to say like they did all that fluff to tell you like okay well when the cubs make these decisions it's gameplay like it's a good gaming decision it's a smart play but when the players decide to hold out for something or whatever then Oh, all of a sudden they're greedy and selfish. Right. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I don't know where they go from here because it's not like, to my knowledge, they really picked up anybody. So I guess they're just okay with losing. I don't know. Yeah. I guess until they stop selling tickets, it's not going to. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. Like, I mean, yeah, it's Wrigley. I get it. You are going to sell out every stadium, but like, isn't that more of a reason to like. Want it to. Yeah. I mean, and also aren't you telling me at some level you have more money to like fucking buy these people? No wonder they want to leave. Yeah. But I also didn't know that if you play for the Yankees, you have to be clean shaven. Ew, I never realized that. Rule. So all these guys that had beards and went to the Yankees, they had to shave their beards off. <gasps> Do you, like, some people need beards. Yeah, I always say that. I always get so mad at guys because, like, guys mm. just have this, like, easy way of, like, being a little overweight and they can just, like, grow a fucking Cover beard and right look up. scruffy as hell and then they still look hot. Yes. And like hide their double chins and like dad bods are hot. And it's like, that's not fair. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 Go be with them squirrels. Yeah. No shit. Um, but yeah. So I did not realize the Yankees require a clean shaven face. Am I saying that right? Either. It's makes sense. Yeah. I'm not surprised, I guess. Like but... seeing all the players and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, none of them. <laughs> kind of a weird rule. Wow. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. 
So that was just like random baseball, but I just had to mention it because I thought it was funny. But uh, another, I probably should have mentioned this in my like random tangent of the Barstool Snake drafts, but I think we talked about it fairly heavily when they were first announcing it, but the Dave Portnoy Brooks Kepka match is yeah. on. Awesome. And it is set for September 7th. So mark your calendars in about a month. That will be hilarious. Are they playing each other? They are playing each other. Like- Brooks is playing lefty. <laughs> is my is if I'm remembering correctly, I don't think there's like a drop like That's I don't hilarious. think there's like any anything different other than Brooks is gonna play lefty. That and is so funny to me. Big Cat and PFT are going to be Brooks's caddies. And Portnoy is trying to get DeChambeau to be his caddy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Where's that GoFundMe? Because I'll pay that. Uh, they don't need it, but it will be. No, uh, I mean to make it happen because that's. No, it's happening. It's, it's, oh, no, DeChambeau. You'll have to DM. You'll have to DM DeChambeau because Portnoy tweeted him again and i don't know if he ever responded i'd have to go look um but yeah you'll need to dm bryson and be like hey go i'm doing it right now (laughs) go caddy please do and then screenshot it to me should i do it from our account or my account i don't care let's i'm gonna do it from ours oh my god yeah we'll see what happens i don't even know how to do direct messages so (laughs) whatever i'm the worst are you on twitter you can do it on instagram yeah, I'm doing it on Instagram because Twitter, I couldn't even find him right away. So yeah, I don't even know if he has one, probably. Um, so yeah, that I just wanted to announce that because I know we've talked about it in prior episodes. I think they're playing for $250, $250,000 to the charity of their choice. I don't remember if there's any other stipulations. Hilarious. Awesome. It'll be so funny. I can't wait. Yes. So that's that. Um did we want to talk about the Evander Kane betting Swear. allegations? That's which we can just barely touch on it, but I kind of forgot about it. So <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I either one of them is super fucking crazy or they're both a little bit crazy. I, yeah. I'm going to guess it might be a mix of both. I'm not really sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think she is They're What getting a divorce and she is like, his soon-to-be ex-wife or estranged wife, yeah. however you want to say that, is... They're married. They have, a like, a two-year-old boy or a girl, and then she's pregnant with a boy. And, yes, she's supposedly estranged. They're estranged, <laughs> and they're supposedly getting a divorce soon. But, obviously, right now, it's he said, she said. Yeah. He said, she said. Is that what I said? <laughs> he said, she said bullshit. Yeah. Um yeah, no, um, she's claiming that he would take, he would um, place bets on his own games. He plays for the San Jose Sharks and that it's what's questionable about it and what sucks about it is that I seem to remember there being several instances where he missed like open net goals. Oh. And it's like, a, and I'm not saying that has anything to do with it. I'm not, mm-hmm. this is like, I'm not alleging that this is true. Yeah. I'm just alleging that I recall some very specific examples of that happening where I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Because when I also spoke with our hockey correspondent about <laughs> this as well, if, which, cause he obviously, like, he's been known to have some like gambling issues too, right? Like there's this, like the Vegas situation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So anyway, that being said, he was like, look, obviously, well, and it is being investigated. And like, I mean, that's such a big, um, what's the word to call what she's doing? Accusation. Accusation. Christ. Such a big, now, you know, that's like what you just pulled of me right there. That's what I like every episode. And I apologize. Oh, I'm done. You never Um, do that. (laughs) Oh, yes, I do. Um, I just say stupid shit over and over again. Anyway, so obviously they're investigating it. And his point was, if it's there, it's going to be found. Like, if anything's Mm -hmm. happening that he's been a part of, it will be found out. One, two, just what you just said. He goes, look, there are so many diehard fans out there and stuff. Like, they're the ones who are going to be coming out of the woodworks. Like, this game, he did this, blah, 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 blah. Like, this game, he did this, blah. Like, he goes, there's... People remember shit from so long ago with sporting events. He was like, if there's shit out there, it will be found out. I I agree. And I think too, like these start, these things start happening. And when we talk about like gambling being legalized throughout, it's like everyone then looks at this and they're like, see, here's what's going to happen. All these athletes are going to gamble on their own games and they're going to shave points and whatever. And I'm just like, everyone calm down. Yeah. These athletes, I've, truly believe want to win and don't want to do that. But I also think too, legalizing it to me in a way makes this easier to prosecute when it happens. Absolutely. Because you don't have as much underground betting happening as you do them being able to just get on their fucking phone and get on DraftKings or get on Barstool Sportsbook, place bets, and then they could be subpoenaed for those things. Like, like you, it would make it makes it a lot harder for them to do it. Absolutely. Exactly. In my opinion, it does. And I think too, if these athletes are gambling on games, they're going to do it regardless. Yeah. So if you open it up and you legalize it and you widen that ability to do it it might help them gamble but it also will help you find out when they do so yeah in my opinion yeah no i agree with that words are eluding me is that the name of the show maybe (laughs) (laughs) words have been eluded by the plague squirrels plague squirrels get out of here got our brains um no just like he's you know like a hockey stud and is basically broke well you only go broke for like there's only a few ways you can go broke when you have that much money. <laughs> and if your wife ain't the one getting it, then <laughs> there's a different situation happening. And a lot of times it is gambling. A lot of the time it's drugs or whatever, prostitutes, all the things, all the above. Like there's a reason that this should yeah. be millionaire is broke. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know his I, life. Yeah. I don't know a lot of the details, but I know that it's not good for a lot of reasons it's not good for gambling legalization it's not good for the nhl it's not good for the san jose sharks and it yeah sharks i just said jarts i think um <laughs> and it's not good for a vander kane like no um we'll see what happens but i agree i think if it's true i think we'll be able to find out yeah and i'm sure a thorough investigation will be done oh yeah no doubt Okay, well, other than that, I have the Olympics. Olympics. Which, um, um, I don't know if we have a whole lot on it. I think last week, the Simone drama was just going down. I think we covered it. I think more things ended up coming out later that I think were very like impactful and important to the dialogue and the situation at, at hand. One being she 
was not allowed to have her ADHD medication. So it's like, talk about like not being able to focus, not being able to operate mentally, physically, whatever, like, duh. You need need that medication to do any of those things. Mm -hmm. Um, The second thing, um, the twisties, um, very hot button word right now. I know that from afar and people not, you know, involved in the sport of gymnastics, I hear that and think it sounds ridiculous and it does, but it's a real thing. Like can confirm like the twisties are absolutely a real thing. And you just, uh, it's comparable to vertigo. Yeah. Yips. Like, you know, when you're like, I think I made a tweet about it being similar to like drinking a beer, doing the dizzy bat challenge and then trying to go tumble after that. Like it's, it's really a thing and it's very, very dangerous for a gymnast, especially a gymnast like Simone who can fucking propel herself 400 feet into the air when she gets lost in the air and can't, can't spot her landing. That's how you die. Like, I mean, that's just the, the end all be all game of it all. Like, um, I'm, I'm really disgusted by like a lot of the comments coming out about people just truly thinking that like from our beloved state of Texas, (laughs) well, I have her beloved state of Texas as well. Like she's fucking from Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I know we had some, uh, sorry, governors or something saying bullshit stuff, really gross and yeah, I'm just, I'm not going to agree with that. Like everyone's entitled to their opinion, but like to act like these athletes are not humans is just gross to me. And specifically in this situation where we're talking about her harming herself yeah. and you know, she's, her medications are off. She's off. And I don't, I also, I think I mentioned it last episode. Like, let's not forget that like the last time she was at the Olympics, like they were being molested sexually. Yeah. Like the Olympics is probably a very triggering place for yeah. her. Um, I think there was a lot going on and she wasn't performing well. We saw it in qualifying. We saw it in warmups. She had a lot of pressure. She wanted to do it after, after um, station one, she bowed out. She was like, this just isn't going to happen for me. Yeah. And I know there's this argument about people being like, yeah, but she should have stepped aside so somebody else could have done it. And it's like, I don't like, I don't get that argument. Like she didn't know this was going to happen. She, yeah, she did. She did exactly that. Right. When well, she realized that she could no longer perform to her best ability. She did exactly that. I mean, so, I just, I don't, I don't home. get it. I don't agree with it. I just, I mean, I don't agree with people trashing her and expecting that she should have done any different And at what point, I heard somebody speak of this the other day, like if there's a pitcher out on the mound who's just throwing like, like hit after hit after hit, grand slam, whatever, what happens? He leaves the damn game. He's pulled from the game. So like, where was the Olympic coaches, the committee to step in and say, you're not performing, we're pulling you out. Like she had to make that decision on her own and that shouldn't have happened. Like there are coaches involved that should have also gotten involved and not expected that she just be this like workhorse that's going to carry everyone. Yeah. Which to just play devil's advocate for a second, I don't know about that. Like, I don't know if there were conversations that were had and she was like, no, 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 no. Like I'm good. I'll fight through this. Like we don't necessarily know that, but also you're right. Like there are definitely, I feel like 
Burr to pull out after the first round of shit is like pretty telling of what was going on up there. And maybe there should have been more conversations if there weren't. I just like personally, I don't know if there were. I don't, I guess I can't say I know that there were, but I do know that at the end of the day, it's the, it is the Olympic gymnastics organization or whatever the fuck their name is now to decide who competes. Yeah. So at some level, it wouldn't have been her choice if they pulled her. And the, and as we know that, you know, the management of the, of gymnast in the Olympics has yeah. a very poor history. Yeah. Um, forget the sexual assault ignorance and and blatant you know disregard for that happening and covering it up we have examples now where like Dominique Muccianu has come forward with videos of her Olympics where she literally fell on her head on the beam somehow not breaking her neck after watching the video is crazy and was told to just get back up there she was 14 years old at the time She still is not recovered from that and is still experiencing like spinal and neck injuries from that. We also know the infamous Carrie Strug moment, which one of my all-time favorite Olympic moments ever. I was, you know, I remember exactly where I was, Atlanta 96, like watching it on my parents' couch forever will not forget that moment. But we also have to put it into context that this poor girl was with a broken foot told to just do it and get back up there and do it. She had no say so in the matter. And, you know, you don't really think about it until you see it from that perspective of like how these, how these Olympians are expected to act and react and go on and train and give up their lives for, especially in gymnastics was what is basically captivity. And it's like their growth is stunted. Like it's disgusting almost in a way. And, you know, I, I separate these Olympic athletes from the Olympic athletes, like basketball like they have this different constant year-round millions of dollars worth of contracts for most players and they go to the olympics and they perform their every day or what they're used to Mm -hmm. these sports like gymnastics where it's like this huge just focus only four years thing there's like a you know 0.018 percent chance if you're a gymnast that you will even make it to a place where you make money on it you're lucky if you can maybe turn it into like a college scholarship and then that's it like everyone forgets about you afterwards pretty much yeah. You know, my love for documentaries. Somebody reminded me that, you know, not only are there excellent documentaries on Netflix and HBO regarding the gymnastics sexual assault scandal by Larry Nassar, there's also one, I believe, that was produced by Michael Phelps called The Weight of Gold, oh, where they really dive into this and talk about this. It's really, really good. I need to go back and rewatch it. It came out like not that long ago, probably like within the last year. Um, But that's what it talks about. It talks about the expectation as an Olympic athlete and then what happens when it's over and like all the effort and all the money that was put in is never actually not even in the slightest paid off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So anyway, I don't know. I feel like I just went on like a 900 minute tangent and didn't really mean to. No, that's okay. I totally get it right and i get why it's been very much in the forefront of everything for the last yeah 
it, um, it has. And, but yeah, I think that's why I'm just, it really just like makes me angry. And like, I just no, think it's sure. gross. I think it's gross to watch anybody act as though Simone shouldn't have done anything different than what she did. Yeah, I agree. And on a positive note in that conversation, um, how cool, again, are sports or the situation where Simone made the decision she needed to make and that turned into like Jade, Carrie getting a fucking gold medal. Yeah. Like that's amazing. She didn't qualify, but because Simone went out, she was the next closest to qualify. So she went in, fucking killed it, got a gold, got to be there with her dad and coach. Like, yep. It's a cool story to come out of like, yeah. like everybody keeps talking about how how selfish Simone is. And I'm like, what they're not thinking about is the fact that these could have been all of her gold medals or silver medals or bronze medals. Yeah. But now all these other girls are getting the chance to compete. And especially for Jade, like she had a real bad vault situation the day before. And like, basically was just like down in the dump shit came back and there's that adversity word again, um, kills it on the floor and gets a freaking gold medal. Like that's just cool. And she never would have had the chance to do that. If Simone would have yeah. just pushed through her like situation. So I think that is cool in itself and something that they can share for a long time. And Absolutely. also, if you didn't catch the BMX freestyle, holy <laughs> shit. I did we not. Got, we got second, but y'all just Google Charlotte Worthington. What? From oh, like the most British name of all time. I was going to say, what the hell? And she got gold. But holy shit, like her, there were like two tricks in there that she's the only female that's ever done them. Oh, nice. That's it was awesome. the I watched the whole entire thing with my jaw on the floor. It was insane. So Google Charlotte Worthington BMX gold medal final or whatever the fuck. I'm Find so it, behind. watch it. Crazy. I got to go watch by, I'm like so behind on Olympics. I got to go watch. Yeah, we did. We fast forwarded through like, Sundays and yesterday's all last night. Like fast forwarded, like right. Watched um, what you wanted to watch, and then fast forward through all the things that you can fast forward through. Yeah, which I'll say we have a lot of track stars. I'm excited about that. I know. I love track. I love track. Yeah, I don't really not for myself. And you know what's so psycho? Oh yeah, I love watching track. Let me clarify. (laughs) No, I love watching it, but it still gives me anxiety every time in fucking high school, man. Like just on your marks. Yeah. Just like immediately my heart is racing. It gives me anxiety and I don't think I was ever in that position or I'm sure I was, but I not in the same vein of where I was expected to do anything. I also just have anxiety through the whole race because if they're even, especially when they're like hurtling, but like, even if they're not, there's this anxiety of them like falling and hurting themselves that just never stops for me until the race is over. No, no, same. It's the worst. And it all just happens so yeah. fast. And it's just like this adrenaline rush every time. Yeah. Unless it's like the mile or something. But even then, that gets scary when they're in those packs. I'm like, y'all be careful. Yeah. Well, the 800, I mean, our dude, he was like um, 800. Mm-hmm. I think so. Anyway, he's a rookie. Like it was his first Olympics and he was doing well. And someone uh, came up behind him. And like his heel hit the other guy's leg, obviously. Yeah. But so they both fell. The race ends. They jog to the finish line, and we think we're gonna like, t- you know, go. Um, what's the word? Argue our point, debate, um, protest, protest. Yes. And the other guy 
got back in the race and was able to get to the semifinals or whatever, but our guy wasn't. And I'm like, how do you get the blame for somebody that's running behind you? Yeah. I don't know. Cause like, he's the one who was too close to our guy. Right. Like I'm very confused about that. Yeah. I don't know. But no, that's really all I got. Kind of. Yeah. It's blurring together. Cause we're just so. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> I know. Um, I think there's a lot of things, but it's like, so it's too much to cover. Also, I mean, obviously we've got Caleb Dressel coming out being like the sweetheart wow. of like the Olympics, which I'm in. Although I do think he's very hot. Um, there's another guy, the, the Fink guy. I think he's actually hotter. <laughs> um, so he might be my number one, this, this Olympics so far. All right. Um, and then uh, U.S. women's national team soccer lost. They, um, at this point, I think can only get the bronze. So I think everybody was kind of like crazy hearing that, but I do think like they are, they, I think if I'm remembering correctly, they're not historically great in the Olympics. Like I think last, I think 2016, they lost, they didn't even medal. Um, I'd have to fact check myself on that, but that's fine. We got to keep them grounded so we can like win the real. Exactly. I'm like, we're really good at winning world cups, so it's fine. Get us a bronze. We're fine with that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other big like headlines, but I just can't right now. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Everybody that's listening, this has probably seen this. Exactly. Nobody's coming here for our Olympic coverage. I don't think (laughs) I'm not quite sure what they're coming here for, but I don't know that that's it. Neither, but it's okay. Shit. Um, yeah, that's all I got. My my brain is literally done. Yeah, done. So I think my battery's gonna die too soon. So that's cool. Well, you need to go to bed anyway. I know. I need to take a fucking all the pills. Yeah, have to fuck you take out all the pills, and I will also take pills, just different kinds. <laughs> just kidding. Jeez, yeah. Come here for our pharmaceutical uh, recommendations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Awesome. There's a another epi down. Yeah. Another episode in the books. I don't even know what number. I think it's like 39 or 40. I don't remember. 39, I think. As always, go find us on Twitter at Women Can't Parlay and smash the like button and smash the follow button. Find us on Instagram at Women Can't Parlay. Find us on TikTok at Women Can't Parlay. But most importantly, find us on Apple and or Spotify. Follow, subscribe, rate us five stars, rate us, review us, leave us a kind, nice review, please. And thank you. We will be forever indebted. Well put, Jess. Thanks for coming, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Women Can't Parlay signing off. Um, Bye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.